0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Scene 3. I'll give you fair warning now. The title of this episode is Long and Ridiculously Difficult, so I'm going to mangle it to pieces. (laughs) So while I'm thinking about how I'm going to say it, I'll bring in my two co-hosts, Shane and Megan. Welcome. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. And we also have a special guest who you've heard not that long ago, Dame. Welcome back. Thank you very much. Good to be back. Um, So this time around, we're going to be taking on, now, got to qualify, we have to, you have to complete the rule of the titles must start with movies because that's Shane's thing. Yeah. So we are doing movies with actors playing outside their typecast. Correct. Or
1: against their typecast. Why are they against it? They're not. They're, are, are they, they marching in the streets What they would normally films? do. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, out of yeah. their comfort zone, I suppose you could say. Okay. One yeah. of the two. See, this is what I mean. Yeah. People the,
0: get it though, I think. The theme was yeah. too difficult.
2: No, it was yeah. not. We had a great selection.
0: We should have curated curated,
2: yeah. cur- curated it
0: more. I'll learn hmm. to speak. Well, was, you two have, a, have some words to say. Was the
2: theme's dame suggestion? Or?
0: Was
3: it? It was your suggestion, I think. I think depends was. if you liked it or not. Yeah, yeah no, big it was thumbs up. Suggestion. We and loved it. We yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And it was me.
1: Uh, well, I chose one hour photo and I chose the wonderful Robin Williams because he, in this movie he is very different to what he normally does. What does he normally do? Well, normally he's a very comedic actor with he's a lot funny. of heart and he's yeah. very and funny and he makes you cry, but he makes you laugh. And yes. in this movie, Takes he's just so like a creepy, creepy dude. It's cool. a sloth, a creepy mm, sloth. sloth. <laughs> yeah, it's so slow. Oh, okay.
2: Harley even moves, he runs for his life. True. Yeah. And Megan, what I, did you go with? I chose, what did I choose? You Moneyball. <laughs> Where am I? I have a mad cold and I'm like really pushing through. And my just, memory just is just kept up on all that coming. codeine and yeah.
1: pseudoephedrine.
2: <laughs> okay, wish I had the good stuff, but yeah. I'm slumming it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fair enough. What about you, Luffy? What was your choice? Well, Wait, who hang on. was the
1: actor in Moneyball? Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Brad it was Pitt. a bit was of a mix of Brad Pitt and guy Jonah who Hill. Doesn't normally play. <laughs> no.
2: <coughs> oh, me. you've
1: made a choke. Uh-uh. It was
2: Jonah Hill and Brad Pitt double yeah. combo.
1: Jo- well, Jonah Hill in particular, because mm. this was like his first. Pretty serious film, I think. Agreed. It's first. That's the first mm-hmm. serious role I like. Did he get a nom- nomination for this or something? Yep. Hey, pretty, so did yeah, Brad.
4: Yeah. yeah. Was
3: that Cyrus? Oh, Scott? Brad.
1: You're on first name basis. <laughs> <Was that earlier? laughs> oh, yeah. That was a comedy though. Yeah, with uh, John yeah. C. Riley. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cyrus. And
0: I went with Eternal Sun- Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Spotless <laughs> yeah. I still can't <laughs> speak. What is going on? <laughs> See, it's contagious. It I is must contagious. Be the side of the room. Um, so that's Jim Carrey. <laughs> Obviously, not playing a funny man or a, a loony, mm. um, playing a very
1: depressive, <coughs> shy, slow, yeah, yeah, lazy person. Do you
2: get a little bit loony towards the end? I would say
1: even Kate Winslet sort of breaking typecast in that film as well. Really? Because up to that point, she'd done very, very stifled mm. British performances. Yeah. You know, she was very um, loose
2: in this, wasn't she? She's really still playing relaxed. a love
1: interest, though, so that's yeah. kind of her wheelhouse. But, I mean, that, the wackiness of her character is a lot yeah. more than probably at that point you'd seen. You mean
3: endearingness of her character? Yeah, 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 oh, wackiness. Yeah. It's a little bit different, though, because she didn't get naked in this film. Oh, that's oh. against She, a one she did. She, she, just don't see that's full right. boob. she does get naked in everything. In nearly everything.
0: <laughs> she, she was naked in this, you just don't see full boob.
1: Right, right, right. I know how it counts then. <laughs> okay. She cracks me up in that episode of... Uh, Ricky Gervais' show, Extras, Hmm. she plays herself on that and she just, like, really takes the piss out of herself so much. (laughs) I love that. She seems like a nice character.
0: (laughs) So should we do some notable mentions? What else have we got? Yeah, notable mentions.
1: Um, I think I mentioned Dan in Real Life because I really like that film and that's Steve Carell just being, like, sad and depressed about being a widower with his kids. And there's a little bit of comedy, a little bit of heart in there, but it's definitely more about the drama for him.
0: Yeah. Um, I was thinking Insomnia as well, Robin Williams, the one that he did. I really liked that movie. I almost went with it, but you went one hour
1: photo, so probably two Robin Williams. very similar.
3: Yeah. Yeah. On Steve Carell would have been The Way Way Back as well, small little- that's right. Film. Yeah, he
1: plays the prick dad in that, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. That's such a great film. It's one of my favourite films.
3: Yeah, very, very good.
1: When I was thinking
0: about this theme, it also seemed to me that it seems to be more comedic actors playing a drama role. Like you mm. don't really yeah. see other people going the but other then way then I guess around.
1: you've got like um, uh, Robert De Niro doing, as we discussed briefly last yeah. week, doing um, Meet the Fockers and everyone's like, this guy's funny. Like yeah. he's spent yeah. 40 years not being funny and Yeah, he's exactly. a funny good guy. Him, yeah. yeah.
2: But they don't risk it early in their careers. They sort of they do everything. Wait till they're established. That's exactly right. Yeah. So it's yeah, a so, can you time. be
1: typecast before you're established? Fair. Mmm, age old question. Mm. Mm. Well, I guess like Dustin Hoffman was pretty serious until he did Tootsie. Yeah, yeah. Mm. he took a lot of serious roles. Like
2: uh, the things I to- think like actors in our generation now that are stuck in their typecast that can't shake it are people like Daniel Radcliffe who's stuck as you know Harry Potter. When, you, when
0: you've done a big franchise and played yeah. a single character for but
2: a I reckon time. he's yeah. done
1: pretty well. No. Yeah. Because films, you, oh, you look at like Horns, although it's not a great film, it's, <laughs> it's breaking away from his. And then yeah, he, man, he was in that Imperium what if movie, well. Imperium. And then he was the corpse in. Um,
2: but like that's all well and good. But every time but, I see him, I'm like, mm,
1: Harry Potter. I'm stuck there.
2: Yeah. yeah mm. that's
1: but shame. His problem or yours?
2: I don't think it's mine.
1: I don't think he cares.
4: Yeah. <laughs> he's rolling he's around he's his cards He's, done, he's, got, he's got a couple in of ruffs. ruffs.
1: He's, got that, he's been a neo-Nazi in that new one. So. Yeah. He's it's got, a he's, good point. He's I got a beard and a shaved head. I, I just I think he's actively trying not to be Harry Potter. Do you yeah. feel the same way about Emma Watson?
2: I used to, but seeing her in like Beauty and the Beast, I've, it's been a little bit broken because okay. she actually slayed that. What about Edward Cullen from Twilight, that guy that – He tried to do that. He done anything else? He he did did like an elephant movie. He did like an Um, with Reese Witherspoon. Water for elephants. Yes, he did did that. It was terrible. Uh, He's just half her age. Didn't really fit.
1: But we're talking about, I guess, not so much typecasting, but as one role that defines. Yeah. Yes. And how do you break out of that? Yes. What about um,
0: not that he's really typecast? Was he Hayden Pantalino Pantalone something who played? Anakin. Oh well, yeah, because I mean. he, Dens- cu- Dens- he did a couple of other things. And
1: yeah, I mean went. he's great. And there's a movie called Glasshouse where he's fantastic in it. He did really not a true story about journalists who lie in there. I might have to watch it then because it's really yeah, good. Until I, like I haven't well. seen him put in a performance. Yeah, so. yeah but well, I think did he do star that star was time was travel film delicious. where
2: he dashed between um, with that beautiful uh,
1: jumper? Jumper. I was yeah. going to say loop of like It's not time travel. It's just teleporter. Teleporter. But again, I would I would say that he put in a. Pretty shitty performance, Correct. but
0: anyway,
2: yeah, 100. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Love well, you if
0: you're listening out there, by the way. Hayden, tell me how to pronounce your last name properly. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: want to do Eternal first because that was the first oh, one. I okay, I guess, yeah, what we led in with, yeah, like, what I first watched, and I can go with that. Got me in the zone for Bet this, got you in the zone, yes. All right, Great. so the
0: white was mine, so <laughs> I will kick off. So what 2004, either? um, one hour 48 minutes. Uh, tagline, do I know you? <gasps> Hmm, interesting. Um, so budget of $20 million, director Michael Gondry, Gondry. Uh, who Kaufman has a lot of music video credits, oh. um, but Be Kind Rewind and The Green Hornet were the two other features I could find for
4: it. Okay.
0: Um, and, yeah, Charlie Kaufman uh, being John Malkovich as the writer.
1: Gondry did an adaptation too, I think, which was another Charlie Kaufman film. Hmm,
4: It's a very go. good one.
0: So um, brilliant. Cast is Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet, Elijah Wood, and Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo's oh, Ruffalo is in the Oh, I love And a little Kirsten, Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst, yeah.
2: I love this when they were so young. Wrinkle yeah. free and no plastic surgery. And oh. oh just, what yeah, a spite on the industry.
0: in yeah. <laughs> Hollywood? Yeah. Yeah. So the plot we have a man, Joel Barish, heartbroken that his girlfriend Clementine underwent a procedure to erase him from her memory decides to do the same. However, as he watches his memories of her fade away, he realises that he still loves her and may be too late to correct his mistake. Mm. So this movie kind of drops you in almost at the end and then takes you back yeah, to- Yeah, does the old,
1: this is the end. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the first time um, they met, but it's actually the second so time. So it has a
0: really confusing timeline because of that.
1: Yeah. Um, but this is, this is Charlie Kaufman to a T, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is how he writes. Mm. And his genius in his writing,
4: yeah,
1: is that he will dissect something and then put it back together the wrong way mm. for you to f- put together yourself to figure it out. Yeah. yeah, and
0: you kind of get kind of a hint of where you are in the timeline by the color of Kate Winslet's hair. Correct. I'm um, glad you mentioned Or the that. regrowth, like because they have, yeah, they have, they, yes, they, so they play around the colour, with that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she goes, she goes through a few color stages um, with her hair. Yeah, tangerine's <laughs> the end. Um, But uh, I guess we sort of mentioned it before, but Jim Carrey plays a really, like, almost a, like, chronically depressed loner in this movie. Yeah. Um, Yeah, He's
1: out out, on the outskirts, isn't
0: he? He doesn't like to do anything that pushes him out of his comfort zone, um, wouldn't take any risks. Like, he's just,
1: like, beige. And that's why when he meets her, I guess, they have that kind of chemistry. Because she's wacky and... She's
2: impulsive, bipolar almost, very eccentric. It's
1: amazing that the whole thing, though, to bring to the typecast thing, he doesn't uh, doesn't step outside his box. I think even once in the entire film, mm. like not once does he do some stupid like you're waiting for him stupid, to pull a face yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. And I love Jim Carrey. He's one of the my favorite actors and performers and, and human beings. He's fantastic, but he never once steps outside the box. He never yeah. does a wacky voice or a thing. And there was you know, a scene right, at the at end at where time.
2: he was in the, his childhood home. Yeah, and that was as wacky as it really got. Yeah,
1: yeah but, but it was justifiable for the scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I like that, yeah, when he's hiding and he has to hide his girlfriend in his memories Yeah, that they at least find him, you know. So yeah, that's skipping so ahead a fair bit.
2: Yeah. yeah, so I guess the,
0: the, the idea is that there's a company that exists that can um, map your brain. Um, based on your memories of your of what whoever you whatever you want to forget and they target those memories and remove them from your brain while you're asleep
2: yeah um, run by 18 year old technicians
0: yeah, by the way that's right no and stress. some really ghetto looking equipment too
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: um,
0: so he finds out that Clementine who's played by Kate Winslet has had this procedure to remove him
1: i like the uh, way by he his friends
0: out. Yeah. yeah and like so this company sends out cards saying this person's had <laughs> this other person removed please don't acknowledge they've had a
3: relationship which That's is such a really game like. yeah. yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a little bit of a, ho- a hole in that,
1: like yeah. It's they just hand
2: him the note. They're just like, yeah, here you go. This is what's happened. But then,
1: even as he's holding the note, the information disappearing disappearing. Yeah, because it's getting blocked from him. I
2: paused it to like read the note on the screen, and then the name was missing. And I was like, I don't get it. Because I like literally looked away and then looked back. Yeah. at Yeah. So
4: his name was there, but then <laughs> yeah. it was gone. I had to yeah. rewind.
2: Yeah. Was great.
4: Yeah,
1: it's like it's a. I guess it's a novel idea. Imagine this happened in a reality very Black Mirror type I did
3: sort of think about that. I, I, I sort of the ethics. How much this opens up about ethics of a coming, does. And it does double in that. Do yeah, it yeah. does, and it's yeah. just they, yeah. they probably could have explored that a little bit. I more, love that it was
2: a multifaceted touch on the on the topic. Like, yeah. not only did it just talk about Joel and Clem. But then it sort of like expanded down the line and how many lives it affects and the ripple effect of that kind of thing.
0: And, and you've got um, Frodo Baggins being a total creep. Yeah, massive. Oh. Like he's ripping Stealing it off. The memories.
3: Yeah. Jim Carrey's um, persona to try and woo I, this girl. I did yeah. make a note on him particular. No matter what he does, he just looks like the biggest just, creeper. He does you know,
4: really. He's just his he's friend. Yeah, you he's
1: just think he's up. a
2: creepiest he bloke. Like yeah. literally, he's just pasty. It's hard to
1: think of him in something where he's not a hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> she's got a face I always just think it was in city and that's when he's at his creepiest it's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like a yellow rapist oh <laughs> god no, mm. even in The Hobbit yeah he's got a few yeah, yeah. yeah grins that I would consider creepy <sighs> she's got a bad One thing face thing I loved about Maniac. this film
2: it was really cold grainy and dark always but the music was so opposite to each scene like mm. the first thing we actually ever see um, it could be really emo and like you know, depressing, but the music's, like, really bouncy. I really like, love the
0: score in this movie. Yeah, really, It works really well with it.
2: I can't even describe it. It's, like, colourful almost, mm. but it changes the tone so much that uh, it works really well with the sound effects too. They're really multifaceted and deep. I felt yeah. like a, a lot of the budget was really towards that post as well. Yeah, really and clever
1: enough to use the music, like, if you listen the pauses in the conversation, the music pauses when they pause, and you're like, oh, that's really awkward, but that's cool because it mm-hmm. kind of sells to me.
2: Yeah you know it's all working together yeah
1: (coughs) yeah so they i guess they
0: um they so we start at the end kind of and they meet on the beach where they originally met after they've had each other erased from their memories Mm -hmm. and they kind of rekindle Mm -hmm. um so i after this finished I, i was watching it with Nat. i'm like it's kind of like a different take on a classic romeo and juliet story like it's the the love that was always meant to be kind of thing. Yeah, they still
2: find each other again. Yeah, so even
0: though they've had each other erased from their minds, they still managed to remember enough or had an instinct enough to go back to that place and they found each other again Um, and then they kind of tragically realised that what they've done um, through Kirsten Dunst's character who... um, she finds out she had the procedure done yeah, to herself because she, so she had an affair yeah. with the boss. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then she cracked it and sent everyone their files and said, "This is what you've done to yourself." I love
2: that. That was a nice yeah. touch to end the film, like fully. On board it's like with
0: that. really confronting to sit there and listen. So they they make a tape of they interview them. They make the tape and they're sitting there listening to it in front of each other, kind yes. of accidentally. And it's like really confronting. Yeah, like, and they have oh. another
2: fight because they're really offended that the other would say each other. A th-
0: like yeah, that. and they're so like, oh, cool. I don't think you're like that, but, well, yeah, you did
1: because you said it. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of on the tape there. Yeah. But it's also confronting in the idea that if two people who knew each other and then they found out that they'd been in a relationship that mm. failed so badly that they erased each other, from, like they hated each other so much, they erased each other, and they, yet they're drawn back together again. Yeah. So it's like, well. What, what's what's going to change? Like, yeah. Yeah, is something going to change? If we yeah. do this again, are we just history repeating or correct? will we be different because of knowledge? One of
0: the things I took from it. Which um, is why I like the way the film ends up. Yeah. Well, with, with um with Jim Carrey's character especially because he tries to hide her in other memories, he yeah. ends up losing things that he shouldn't have lost. Yeah, that's right. So that kind of did change him as a person as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they're like.
1: And when it kind they, of makes me better because all the shit he does lost is the overbearing mother stuff. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so which the, you could argue When it. they
0: re-met, ah, she said, no like jokes that. about my name. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because he had that limerick or that nursery rhyme erased from his memory because they were. Uh, because she helped him with the bullies. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Ah. So it's, yeah, it kind of, it doubles in that a little bit. Like if you get another shot at something, <clears> would you, how would you do it differently? But then he's also being changed as
1: a person because that part yeah. of him was erased. Yeah. Um, so that's but that's the question. I guess the movie leaves you with is like. Well, I
0: think the the history <coughs> the, itself. The moral should be never make any um, never make any decisions in anger, because ultimately he realised after he was reliving all of these memories that it was a bad idea and he didn't want to do it, mm-hmm. but he made the decision in you know on a on a fleet of anger, really.
1: Mm, and which yeah, she does do, I guess. There was yeah. a,
3: there was a bit in the movie, particularly towards the end, when uh, Kate Windsor turns to him and and like they realised that, they're getting to the end and they're about to lose everything and yep. they go, what are we going to do? And he just sits back and just says, enjoy it. And then you see them yeah, walking true. down the beach and stuff like that. And yep. I thought that was a, a really cool uh, little thing like, you know, don't make a decision in anger type thing. But then yep. if you are going to yeah. lose something, enjoy the time that you've got yeah, with it. Enjoy it you've got um, to Ride the wave yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and I, I, I think that's probably one of yeah, my favourite parts the of the film. Bell, and just, yeah. yeah, I think she's, that was really well done. She's
0: got the nice little line there as well when they're in the beach house and as that's disappearing yeah, yeah. and he leaves like he did um, – and she said, "We well, don't have to leave this time. You can stay." Yeah. Um, so that was a really nice little um, rewriting anecdote. history. Yeah, mm. that's it. So, so did everyone enjoy this little? Yeah, song? I really, did. I love this film. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I think it, you got to. It's one of the films you got to sit down and, and, and pay attention to. Like, it's yeah. not a, it's not a background hangover type. Not movie.
2: at all.
0: No, no it'll no. lose you if you're not paying attention. Yeah. Because it does goes a bit schizophrenic on you.
1: I Jump was kind conscious of that yes. during the week when I was trying to find the time to watch it. Mm. I was like trying to be conscious of. I don't want this to be like a go-to-bed movie to watch because yeah. I'm trying to pay attention, which I Well, well Matt as well.
0: fell asleep took like three-quarters of the way in for just five minutes and then she was completely lost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: and you sort of want to give this movie all the attention you can because it's... Yeah. I, I did say to Shane, not that I can speak from
3: experience, but I feel that if you're on some kind of mind-altering substance that this movie is creepy
1: as shit. Like, it is. Oh, yeah. Well, especially the, the, the the effects effects, the as the he's running through yeah. his mind and parts are breaking down and yeah. he's jumping from memory to memory. Which see, like, looks I love awesome that. as well, like the houses crumbling and things. The crumbling was really use hard. of light, yeah. even. Yeah. yeah. It's really effective. yeah. It's very, but how very
2: well many done. times have you guys had re- recurring dreams in the past and when you have them again and again, <clears> you can't see them as like clearly. A lot of it is blurred. I don't think not- I've
1: ever had a recurring dream. Oh. I struggle to have a dream.
2: Yeah, I actually... Okay, I'm not sure. I, I dream a lot now, but res- up until recently, I don't I have. Ever. I have
0: no Martin Luther King moments in me at all. Weird. I've never had a dream. You've never oh, dreamed a dream I feel of like time gone by? Dreams are very no.
2: blurred in, in mine. Do you guys dream of color or black and white?
0: Color. Color. Nice. Always. Again. No dreams here.
2: I just like to find. It. I just don't understand why anyone gets it differently. I'm not sure. I must oh say,
3: I did. I did make a note on this film as well that it's about 17 minutes in from the start before the, yes. the credits start coming. Oh up. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's I thought it was interesting. 18
0: minutes apparently. 18 minutes, right? So my
2: my what's yeah. mini- your
3: factoid? My factoid brought to you
0: by Megs this week. <laughs> um, the opening credits appear 18 minutes into the film at the end of the first reel.
1: It's a long. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Because I remember thinking, wow, that's a long time. Yeah. Well, wait. What? Yeah.
0: Yeah, Joe. Just reminded me then, not while I was watching it, of the TV show Alias because they used to do the same thing. They used to have a really long opening and then they'd run the credits before the first And this still
1: kind of makes sense, I guess, because it's a little bit disorientating to have credits so far into the movie. And that's kind of when the but it's the reset the point, fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so it kind of, what not a bad way to get your audience off guard or off yeah. foot a little bit and be like, oh, okay, I'm a little mm-hmm. bit disorientated. Oh, okay. We'll be a little know.
3: confusing to the people that were about 15 minutes, 20 minutes late. late like, yeah, yeah, the yeah, like, oh, yeah. Man, they
1: oh. must had a lot of ads yeah. in this one. <laughs> <right. laughs>
0: <laughs> I fucking told you, Sharon. <laughs> um, you'll like this one, Shane, because I know how much you love the man. Um, following on from my theme of people that were possibly going to be cast in the role. That I've brought you the last couple of weeks. So before Jim Carrey expressed interest in playing Joel, Nicolas Cage was
1: considered.
3: Oh, really? really? Wow! Yeah. Oh, this film would have Different so film. Different.
1: <laughs> I won't say worse, but I'll say different. Different. Yeah, I'll say worse. I'll, I'll say, say we'll worse start.
4: with
2: Dave. I'm <laughs>
0: like, <day. laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh jump on that wagon. Could you um, imagine and of him? Of course.
1: They, um, the oh.
0: The title of the movie comes from a poem which they actually Kirsten Dunst's character recites. Um,
1: yeah. In the, in the film as
3: well. Yeah. Are we Mark Ruffalo fans? Cause he,
2: 100%. Really? He didn't uh, add much in this though, to be honest. There,
3: there's a mean tweet about Mark Ruffalo. And, <coughs> and I'm sorry, Mark. I know you listen to this, but, you know, that's the face you're going with. This movie's going to suck. Yeah, and that's love when I saw him. I'm just like, oh, man.
2: He's and, young and dweeby. It suits him. Uh, I <sighs> know.
3: And Miss Dunst, uh, uh, she troubles me. Yeah. yeah, yeah she really does. I, know, I just think she's she terrible. She kind of disappeared a bit of movies, didn't she?
0: <laughs> Well, that's because she should never have yes. been Mary Jane Watson. That's, that's true. She, yeah.
4: That's okay. true.
1: I'll that's watch. a separate episode. <laughs> uh,
0: well, we, I could—I quite happily do Toby Maguire Spider-Man's with you. Yeah. And throw down that gauntlet. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> pair them off. Oh. Uh, yeah, no, I really so liked it. That's a recommend from
3: I would Shane? definitely recommend.
2: Yeah.
3: Absolutely, 100%. You recommend from Diane? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It really makes you think about all the times in your life where, you know, even if you've broken up with somebody or something traumatising or stressful has happened to you that, you know, you really are still, you know, experiencing that kind of, I don't know, that angst and depression from him, yeah. wishing that you could have raised it. Or, you know, it's something. an mean, easy magic the, pill. Yeah. yeah but but, but the
0: bad very, very rarely outweighs the good. Correct. So, and yeah. I
2: just think it's a nice way to stop and think about, you know, things that, it gives you a little bit of perspective and yes. just to really absolutely. That's um, absolutely take that time it. to work through your – And it's nice
1: to think that you can behave like that. Even yeah. though in reality I've never behaved like that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's it's a really like nice what? weekend Like film. you can handle
1: a breakup so, you know, intelligently. Mostly in movies and stuff someone breaks up and they're like, oh, well, I break up and I – and there'll be a montage of them eating pizza on a couch – and doing nothing, and then they're up and about and they're all good and stuff. Yeah. I like the idea that this movie's just like, yeah, nah, I fucking hate you so much I'm going to get you erased from my <laughs> get mind. Get rid of you, yeah. Like it's such a vindictive thing to, for her to do to him yeah. and then him to turn around and do back to her.
4: Yeah.
1: And that's a real breakup to me. Because real breakups, are like that. Someone hurts you so much that you either want to get rid of them or you want to hurt them back just as equally. I worry about you, Shane. No, but I think that's the reality of it. That's why I like this film because it's It's not just smiles and puppy dogs and, you know, I have a couple of slices of pizza and then my wacky friend comes and gives me a speech about something and I'm Mm -hmm. like, back. Are just, like, quoting wedding crashes here? I
0: was was picturing Vince Vaughn as your wacky friend. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, Vince
1: Form would be a good, wacky yeah. friend. Have him. Yeah. Uh, Vince Form would be the guy that would yeah. get me off the couch. Absolutely. He's the we guy. We're going to crash yeah. some weddings. Yeah. Yeah. He could easily get me to go to Vegas. He'd be like, come on, baby, let's go to Vegas. All right, Vince, let's I'd go. I'd love to just erase
3: most people from my life,
1: not everyone's a hate. Yeah, it'd be nice. I it'd mean, great. if you think of like Facebook, I guess, if you could just like if Facebook was real and you could just remove people <laughs> from your life Delete. like that. Or just, block them. or just keep them as a friend but just ignore everything, <laughs> everything they say, everything they do. I, I must
0: have too much philosopher in me because I think um, you need that in your life to give you balance. To give you a yeah, bit you of balance, definitely. sure. So, like, yep. And I don't, I don't subscribe to the theory that all breakups have to be horrible and life destroyingly
1: sold. No, they don't all have right to up. be, but they can be quite. There's a chance it's going to be and there's I mean, a chance it's not. let's go through how many breakups have you had? Not that many. Any? Yeah, when, you, when did you date Nat? Half dozen. So. <laughs> well, what was this year, like you're 19 when you, 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 you dated We've your now wife? For a while,
2: Yeah. <laughs> all right, Mr. Professional, how about yourself? I've uh, right had here. breakups
1: where girls have given me a gift. Like someone gave me a gift once when they broke up with me. Yeah, but that was here, just in the George morning the night before. I'm that's not really not a relationship. Sure like, that's a weird thing to do to <laughs> someone, right? Like,
2: Yeah, that is really weird.
1: But surely you've had a breakup where you, you weren't happy with the person? 100%. Yeah. It's going like, to happen.
2: Rough as guts. Had a few messy ones. But some quite amicable ones as well. But do you think <laughs>
1: you've had ones where you would go to this extreme to erase a person from?
2: No, nah, never. No,
0: because distance gives you the perspective to look back again. Yeah, it wasn't all bad. Yeah. On
1: yeah. Side, yeah. Right. Ask her at the time, I bet you she would erase someone.
2: I <laughs> everyone. Am I teen angst? Absolutely.
1: <laughs> teen angst,
2: definitely. Yeah.
1: yeah. can blame everything on teen angst. Though.
2: Yeah. Damn hormones. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's a recommend from me as well. Obviously, <laughs> it was it my choice. So um, if you haven't seen it, has anyone not recommended their choice yet? Is it? I definitely must I have. have done that at least mm. once. I think in my you've, p- you've me. picked some shit
3: movies. So I right. think everyone was a full. No for 31, right?
1: (laughs)
4: Yeah, that's (laughs) true. That was your pick and you were like, yeah, yeah. no.
2: Such a good episode. And
1: an Adam Sandler episode I forgot about as
3: well.
2: Yeah, it was a terrible one for me. Actually,
1: I would erase him.
3: (laughs) He's my first time You're
2: welcome here anytime,
3: Dave. Come back whenever you want. Poor Adam. He's such a bad person.
0: (laughs) Just go back and watch Happy Gilmore.
3: (laughs) Make you smile. I'll give him maybe three films, but he's... It's all on the hips, baby.
2: (laughs) Can (laughs) I go next? Can I go
0: next? Sure.
1: You're directing over here.
2: Okay. Wait. I chose Moneyball and I'd never I love seen the way it. You say
1: it. Moneyball. 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 Moneyball.
2: <laughs> is it two words? I don't think so. No, it's one word. I think it's Excellent. Right. Yeah, well, that's why Moneyball. you have to say it that way with power and a It was filmed in 2011. Two hours, 13 minutes. It's a sports biography drama. And if you haven't mm. seen it or don't give a damn about baseball, it doesn't even matter. Get your mind around it. Get Take some time. It is phenomenal. I know you know
1: the answer to this question. Is this based on a true story? Absolutely. It is, right. Yes.
2: The Billy Bean, who is the general manager of the Oakland A's, this is his story and how now the professional baseball industry is um, not only about buying like great players that perform well, but it's about using computer-generated analysis to um, really – cross-check everything and mm. every single game every player ever made and projecting their performance over time with that. So basically we have some really famous actors in this one. It uh, has a good little mixture of Brad Pitt, who plays Billy Bean, Jonah Hill, who plays Peter as the analysis uh, assistant, I guess, Robin Wright, who plays a little cameo, Billy's ex-wife, mm. Sharon, Chris Pratt plays a little bit of a cameo as well. Young, um, chubby Chris Pratt too. Oh. Yeah, big boy. Yeah. He actually got told when he was casted. Early Factoid, when he went to apply for this role, they told him he was too big.
1: Wow. Um, yeah. And then he went on and did Parks and Rec. Yeah.
2: Legit.
4: He stacked
0: on more weight than did Parks and Rec. I m- yes. I might have to, um, we might have to develop a little um, stinger for – Meg's factoid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Done. Yes.
2: Well, Chris Pratt plays uh, one of the baseball players called Scott who's um, drafted into this team. And Philip Seymour Hoffman, um, he's a big player in this. has a lot of influence on the way the story develops. He's Art, who's the, the, the manager of the players. Um, and I guess watching this, you do learn a little bit about the hierarchy of how the baseball teams are like structured, and mm. um, how the ins and outs work of the way they roster their their teams through a season, and the fact they can just drop people and pick new players up in the yeah. middle of a of the season, which is like blows my mind. I'm not sure it's not but, like that now, but or maybe it is. No, I'm it still sure. is. Yeah, America, sure. American
0: American professional sports are very Cut- industrialized. Straight. So yeah. it's it's yeah they they have. Um, you know, mid-season drafts and trade periods and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So players aren't, like in Australia, especially AFL, um, the sporting people are more, it's more about the club and the game and the spirit in this, whereas in America it's like you're getting paid to do this, this is your job. I can't believe it. It was shocking
2: the way they sort of like, dropped them and had those really brief conversations. I think yep. basically the blurb is Oakland A's general manager, Billy Beans, successful attempt to assemble a baseball team on a lean budget by employing computer generated analysis to acquire new players. But it's about the journey that they take um, starting from the bottom. Now we're here kind of thing and um, jumping onto new technology and a new trend with mm. because they don't have the money. They're never going to get the money because they're not performing. So they can't play, they can't pay AAA. Players to get them across the line. They've got to think of a, a fresh new way to really get advantage. They
0: they illustrate that in the first thirty seconds as well, where you get the the little captions of you know they're playing the New York. Uh, were they playing the Yankees in the first? Yeah, game they we were. Saw? Yeah. It's yeah. like the budget dollars. of one hundred and seventeen million versus thirty nine. Incredible. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're on the same field together. It's like that's a huge void.
2: Yeah, massive pay gap. Interesting. Cool. From um, like the way he described it in the film was like there are rich teams and there are poor teams and there's fifty yards of crap here and then we're down the bottom Yeah, and it was just a really nice visual to sort of see how hard they had to work to really get back up to the top <clears throat> Um having those yeah let's see essentially Billy Bean he's an ex-pro player who got scouted in high school and he was just a five skill five star skill which is really hard to find because apparently a lot of well, what they were saying in the movie is that a lot of pro players they scout and they have one or two key skills and they have to yeah. develop a third for them to be the like an all-rounder elite player Um, you know Billy they sort of alluded, I think, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, when he got onto the pitch, he choked and couldn't perform continuously for too long and, you know, bottomed out. Yeah, he, he, didn't basically, have to... he
0: basically never the had pressure. a career. Yeah. Um, but he gave he sacrificed up... sacrificed everything to get there. Yeah, he gave up his scholarship to college and yeah. and went to play professional baseball and... Yeah, basically, he's left yep. with nothing now except managing this. Yep. this team. Um, yeah,
2: as much as this is a sports film, which mm-hmm. I have, I don't do physical activity. I don't have any coordination. I got nothing. So for me, this, uh, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time watching this because the theme itself really because resonated it bad with me. Coordination? <laughs> wow. She's
4: just trying to
0: place. balance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> had a water bottle in one hand and a pie in the other, just trying to <laughs> counterbalance.
2: <laughs> sounds about right in a Friday night at the pub. <laughs> but I think the theme. It's really
1: gripping though. So, so
2: gripping. Yeah. The chemistry between the actors is phenomenal. I think Joni Hill
1: classic underdog tale, right? But yeah. yeah, but yeah.
2: told so intriguingly. Like I don't cliche underdog tales do interest me, but the way they're told really has like oh, has yeah, everything to do yeah. with it. And I think I can personally relate to, you know, sacrificing something to put your whole world on mm-hmm. hold for and it just not working out and mm. uh, you know, you All make the mis- everyone makes mistakes and makes you know has huge regrets of the way things could have been or the way they did turn out and I just think that it was just yeah really beautiful yeah. and
0: relatable. So the, the idea was that they weren't they didn't care what anyone thought or anyone's opinions of the players. They just purely went on the stats and the stat they were interested in was mm-hmm. getting runs. Mm-hmm. So they were looking yeah. at how often they got on
1: base. So I would game base. baseball was an art. You know, like yeah. I'm a scout. I go out. I get a feeling about that guy. I recommend him. Yeah. Yes, and these guys are trying to force mathematics and science into the equation. And, and yes, and of course the people
0: the old school, but yeah, that. the people that are um, paid to to look at plays like scouts, mm. they'd like to believe that there's some kind of witchcraft in what they do. Well, yeah, intuition
2: and, and yeah, environmental factors, things
0: that you can't quantify, which yeah. this this um, idea tries mm. to go against. Mm. Um, And to
2: be told time and time again from journalists, from media, from the scouts that you're wrong and you're barking up the wrong tree, you're putting your career on the line, you're affecting all these players' lives, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. And it's just like I don't care. I know I'm right. Pete's amazing. Let's just push through with this.
1: But (laughs) even though – and that again, I'm speeding ahead towards the end, but – even he has that speech where he says, we won 20 in a row. Nobody's done that. Yes. But it doesn't matter if we win the next 20 because we just have to win the one game. Yeah, mm-hmm. And we don't and win pretty, that. It's pretty
0: much exactly what happened for nothing. Well. And he's yeah.
1: right. And that's the sad irony of the entire film is he's right. One, yes. of, one of the little things I
0: love is there's a scene where um, as they get on their winning streak, um, it's Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill in the office and the news reporter saying, you know, you can only put this down to, um, was it Pat or Art? Sorry, the coach. Oh, yeah. I have yeah. to uh, put so it down to Art. He's done a great job with yeah. this team. Yes. No, what actually happened is, you know, Brad Pitt traded off the players. He kept it playing and he kept telling him, yeah, him not to play. Yeah. Yes. To make him play the team the way he but wanted to play. But he has a good play.
1: line to that as well. He's like, Tony Hill's character says to Pitts, you know, um, he didn't do all the work you did. And he says something in response to it. I can't remember, but it's like really quite, you know, mm. he doesn't care about that. He mm. just cares about the win. Like, yes. I'm just here for the win. Like, yep. yeah. And he always reiterates that I'm just here for the But win. it
0: was like when the team was losing, it wasn't the coach's fault. It was the general manager's fault. It was Absolutely. Brad Pitt's fault for picking the bad team. And when they start winning, oh, that coach is amazing. He's yeah. done yeah. such a good job with that team. It's like, oh, it's exactly what the media's like. Screw you
2: really, guys. I think the turning point for me in this film where I was really intrigued was really back to the start where yeah. um, Billy goes to meet the Cleveland Indians to meet with their club manager and tries to do business with them in a room full of other men yeah he sits down at the start in the in this in this meeting room
0: it was a really weird dynamic in that room Super wasn't it weird. like you've got the two people sitting down at the desk and then this tribe of other people mm. standing behind them or whispering to one another
2: I've seen it in a uh the bowlers TV show with the rock I think they sort of have, with the basketball industry they do something really similar as well like everyone's there to like play a part it's like actual like
0: standover tactics yeah
2: like, really intimidating yeah. but there was like Brad Pitt's like he sits down and he's like, I want this much money if this player X, Y, Z. And they're like, nope, nope, nope. And then he looks over and then Peter's whispered into someone's ear. Like the guys behind him were like, yeah, that trade sounds viable. Let's mm. do that trade. But then Peter leans over and goes and whispers something over. And he says, obviously, no. Yeah. And then that comes back to China's whispers, back to the guy he's speaking to at the desk. <laughs> yeah. And then after it, you know, he leaves unsuccessful. But Brad Pitt walks through the office and comes up to Peter's desk like a shark. Like he sort yeah, of like, like swims over him to out. him. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to find him. And it's he just go, he's ducking in Yeah. And he just goes to him, Who are you? What's your name? Whose mm. nephew are you? Why yep. does Peter listen to you? And he's just like, or oh, or oh, or oh, or oh, I can't talk about this. And they so they go down to the basement, and have a, a real like honest mm. chat. And That's that was I like the big about reveal.
1: Joni Hill in this. Like we talk about the time the time casting. Like he plays this almost like a mentally challenged person in, in some ways.
2: Have you ever like met someone that has an inept. In- incredible IQ? I feel like they're all like the way. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like
1: yeah. he's got that social ineptness about him. Mm. But then as he grows closer to him, it, they, obviously they get closer and he opens up more.
4: Mm. And I think he's
1: a lot more human by the end of it, the character.
0: I
2: think it's a great development. I
0: still, I still find myself laughing at everything he says though. Like because he says these really weird things like that are really awkward. So matter awkward. of fact, Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I kept oh. laughing at him anyway even though I'm not supposed to.
2: They've got a great dynamic. And yeah. I, it makes me wonder, like, in the real world, would their relationship be strong and would it have lasted? Like, I feel like because they were so black and white, they didn't really bond very easily. I hit, Billy was very rough and, like, mm. straight to the point and being like, this is what we're doing. And why don't you come and watch the games? And he's like, I never watched the games. And then, I don't know, they just didn't really feel like they were friends much.
0: You get a little bit of a, um insight into that Holly never watched the games either because the one time when – He did go and watch the game. They started to lose. And so I think he feels like if he watches the game, he's some kind of curse or something. Mm -hmm. But they were 11-0 up, like three innings in, and he's like, oh, we're going to win this one. Yes. And that was the the game for their 20th win in a row because obviously this team starts having success. Mm -hmm. They start winning all these games. Hurrah the coach. He's done such a wonderful job with all these, you know, useless players. Um, And, yeah, so he goes into the stands to watch a little bit of this, you know, possible 20th win in a row. (laughs) And They start losing terribly. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he bails out again. He's like, oh, that's it, I'm done. And they end up winning anyway um, thanks to a miraculous home run hit, which mm-hmm. is a really good scene. Like it's the, the final innings and smashes one over the fence and it's they impro- all erupt and,
4: yeah. Yeah.
3: I hadn't seen this film before, so I was pretty excited to watch something I hadn't seen. And uh, I, I, I didn't mind it. I think Joan Hill probably needed a a bigger part in it. Mm-hmm. Um Brad Pitt. I'm a little bit undecided about whether I actually like him or I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, was, I mean, you're not a
1: baseball fan or anything, though, either. Or,
3: yeah. No, like I'm very much like, like I look at sport and I feel sick. Like,
4: yeah, it's <laughs> disgusting.
3: Um, but I, I did. I did look a little bit further into this and stuff like that. Um, this is based off a, off a book, and um, apparently the mo- the movie is is fairly inaccurate um, in a lot of ways, even down to Johnny Hill's character specifically. Interesting. The guy didn't want his his actual name in the film and, wow. and all sorts of stuff. So this it's, worth, it's sense, worth looking yeah. into the the back part of that. Um, but I, I did like the fact that he would choose the, you know, like the ugly ducklings type thing, you know, yeah. the, the dude that throws weird and the, the dude that's mm. past his prime yeah. and the, the fat guy and all that kind of stuff. Um, I thought that was really cool but I don't, I don't know. I think I just don't know if Brad Pitt was, was the right choice for for the lead in this. I almost yeah. think. You know, like Philip Seymour Hoffman was was severely underused in this film Mm. uh, as well. Like fantastic, yeah, yeah, Yeah. you could absolutely. So I think the Brad Pitt's character
0: really comes into his own after um, he starts. Directly conversing with the players when he actually starts getting yeah, involved. Yeah, I, was, I wanted before that to then, come a
2: lot sooner.
0: Yeah, because before that he was kind of this grouch in the corner office making all these decisions. He just comes but, down and throws mm. his chair. Well, yeah. uh, they had this really good conversation with their, you know, their marquee player David Justice, I think was his character's name, where he's like, um, he's like, well, you're paying me seven million dollars a year, so you must want me here. And he goes, well, actually, no, the Yankees yeah. are paying half your salary, so half, yeah. 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 They're, they're paying you, you three and a half million dollars to play against them. That's how much they don't like you. And you could see the like the reaction in his face was like shattered. Yeah, but very that, much. That's what he'd just done to him. And you wouldn't imagine that someone who's trying to get someone to play for them would do that to them, but it was exactly what he needed to hear to get his head out of his ass to make him perform the way he needed to. I love him. that. Yeah. I didn't and think of him like that. the person you wanted to be, yeah. yeah. So, and then you've got the, – so that. so that kind of flows into my favourite part of the movie where he starts trying to motivate the other players and yeah, he talks yeah, to the guy yeah, who's yeah. playing first base and he goes, all right, so what are you struggling with? So he's always been a catcher, so he would not be—he would be used to be catching a ball coming straight out of the pitcher's hand. And he says, "So what's what's your biggest fear?" And he goes, "Having a ball hit in my general direction." And they have a little laugh. And he goes, yeah, "No, really, what's no. your what's your biggest fear?" And he goes, <laughs> "No, it is having a ball hit in my general direction." Yeah. <laughs> and
4: goes,
3: okay, uh, good luck with that. <laughs> I do, I do have a question for everyone. There is a, a voiceover bit in this film, um, okay. and I was sitting there. I'm like, "Is that Samuel Jackson?" I'm like, "In a minute," and I'm like. I'm in I'm pretty sure that's iced tea. <laughs> I could not get – I did try and look it up and I couldn't get a – uh Which okay, scene? Sure. Um actual page. They're doing a voiceover where he's talking about baseball and how he can't change the game and stuff like that. Uh, oh, yeah, right I'm, on the start? No, nah, it's in the middle somewhere and I, I've got to – I really think it's it iced was
1: tea. was Freeman.
3: <laughs> I wish. <laughs> it wasn't that.
1: That wasn't I wish I could say that Andy fought hard that day. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's IST. You're kind of vaguely ringing a bell with me.
4: Yeah. So same. If,
1: I, if anyone can remember, actually answer that, jump
3: on the scene three so. page and, and let me know because it's doing there my you head.
1: In. And if so, why iced tea What's his association? Maybe
4: she's a big well, fan someone of said it's
3: it, someone said it might be is it meant to be Joe Joe Rogan or something like that? I think I read, but I could have sworn I was listening to Samuel Jackson at the start. I'm like, hang hey, where it? Where's he? It? And then so. it went to iced tea It's a it's a massive... Oh, i so really it. off
1: about baseball or something. Yeah, he's talking about can yeah. change
3: a game and, you know, it is what it is and stuff like change that. can
1: change your game, motherfuckers. <laughs> that would be <laughs> that was the Yeah, that's <laughs> one yeah, a re it it. not one of that.
3: Yeah. But. Did you Google it? I tried and I couldn't get a straight answer. Like someone yeah. said, yeah, that, that's that's Ice-T. And then someone's like, nah. Yeah,
1: it's I'm weird because like, no, what I would, cool. would Ice-T have to do with? I don't know. As much as
3: Morgan Freeman does, I guess. But Maybe the director and him are friends or something. No, Ice-T's
1: a pretty cool dude. Yeah, he's a great guy.
2: I've got one little bit of factoid for a this. A little, battle. a
1: mini Megan factoid. Just a little
2: mini me one, yeah. Not much, really. But apparently, all the scouts in the movie were played by actual Major League Baseball scouts.
1: Oh shit, right? yeah. that's real anger.
2: Yeah. So Tom Gaboa is perhaps the best known oh, as the Gaboer. Kansas City Royals <laughs> first base coach. I'll oh, we'll go on, but uh, yeah, uh, and etc. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really know any of them, so it doesn't mean much to me. But yeah, super exciting. I was refreshed by this film, and I was really happy with the choice. But I'm something Dan, different.
1: I probably wouldn't normally watch. Absolutely, same.
2: I would never pick this up. But I, now that you've mentioned it, uh, the underutilization of like Philip and yeah, just Jonah as, as well. But I did feel like their chemistry was great. Like they still had something strong. I but think you're right.
3: The, I, I kind of feel that the weak, the weakest thing is Brad Pitt in this. I don't know. It's just it's crazy. crazy kind it, of it's is. one yeah, of those yeah. films. I uh, just, I think they could have had someone do a much better job mm. in mm. the and sorry Brad, I know you listen to this story, <laughs>
1: but um, Don't apologise. You know, he's got some he's really he's got some really
3: yeah. great films and he's got some rubbish ones and What was he? He just there was just nothing <laughs> to his character in this. He didn't seem massively tormented or or like you know You
1: kinda of get the hints with the family stuff. Yeah, like with yeah. his relationship with yeah. his daughter was really nice, and yeah. you know, her with the CD it, yeah.
3: and stuff like that. And then oh, yeah, his the, the, got the that credits really are rolling, and she she's like, song. "You're a loser, dad. You're a loser. You're a loser." Yeah, the like, real doctor. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you <know>, don't <kind> of <laughs> know, but you know, yeah. it had a, a nice message behind is that it. And song stuff, she right? like... Yeah, at the end, she's like, "You're a loser, dad. You're a loser, dad." We're just playing
1: guitar for
4: him. Just let it,
3: just let it happen, or whatever the case is. Some great messages, but I think for a sport film, like I'm, I'm definitely not into it. But like you know, it's. I like can remember the I Titans. Yeah, I was just yeah. saying. Yeah. Remember the
1: Titans is how I like my sports. Yeah, those sports kind of things. Uh, mm-hmm. I think yeah, it's a perfect we'll always blend. Always remember the Titans and and uh, your coach Carter's. Yeah, yeah
4: it's, coach it's all Carter. more about the
1: people. The sport is a very secondary thing, but mm-hmm. yeah, there's nothing this to keep be interested. And I'd recommend it. Just uh, you don't need to be a baseball. Yeah,
4: yeah. It'd been one probably uh,
1: just on the wire for me as a recommend though because.
3: I always looked at the DVD cover and thought, oh, "I wonder what this is about." And that was about it. I never read anything yeah. about it, yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's one watched one it this and watched like, oh, like it Sounds like a movie about balls made of money. <laughs>
1: it's like <but> an <laughs> old, old crap it now. A movie. Uh, So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd recommend. It wasn't
3: wasn't a bad film. I mean, it's it's worth watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, half I recommend. It's a, it's I half recommend. I a a semi. semi a, kind of recommend sometimes. A flaccid not really recommend. If you have got nothing better to watch,
1: it's not fully flaccid though. It's half way. Just rested on your your shoulder and. Recommend?
2: Well, I'm a big fan. Definitely, thumbs recommend up. Recommend
0: for, for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am um, I recommend as well. I actually played baseball as a younger gentleman. Oh, oh wow! Um, so I, I, I quite softball. enjoy the game. Um, mm-hmm. but I find it really interesting that it doesn't matter where you go in life. Anything where there's a specialty for something, people will swear black and blue that they have some kind of mojo that can't be quantified. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. doesn't matter. The further you look into it, the further you find out it's always bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I like the idea of what this. You know, film gets at like that. Yeah, if you quantify the right things, it can be quantified, and yeah. you can use that information to better something. So, but then it, it also recommend for me. It too. also
1: doesn't negate instinct, and because you know when Philip not hundred percent, it says you know by this shouldn't work in theory, and then Pratt goes out there and hits home run,
2: mm.
1: and you're like, well, is that a byproduct of yeah? Is it a byproduct of all that conditioning they were doing with him, it? or is it because the coach had an instinct that this was the moment that this was kid was gonna shine. shine. Right. So yes. it does kind of keep it grey when you yeah. think about but it. Just yeah. On that
3: on that last scene as well, um when he gets the the check saying, you know, twelve point five million yeah. is what you're gonna get paid and he turns it down.
2: Yes, he does.
3: And Spoiler then alert. the red well no know Um you know, and then they, they take that technique and stuff, you'd just be really, really Yeah. You'd be really sad, like yeah. to turn down that amount of money. Yeah,
1: and you can see like I, yeah, I mean, again it was fictionalized, but Brad Pitt's character obviously he wanted to win there because it would have meant more than, you know, he's yeah. probably going to get it at the Red Sox, but <coughs> it's going to lose its value because they've already got, you know, unlimited supply. And, well, of,
0: they, they touched on that as well because he said, I've, I've gone for the money before. Yeah, and,
4: and
1: I
3: want to make another decision based yeah. on that. Yes. But come on, man, 1.5 million bucks.
2: <laughs> but he's nothing without Peter, let's be real. Yeah. Without Peter coming with him, he can't sustain yeah. that.
1: Yeah, I assume well, well, yeah, you yeah, he's like going to give you me a call. <laughs> I assume it means about a job where I'm going to pay you a lot of money to come to Chicago, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Ba-dum-ts. wrapped up. Mm. Bring us home, Shane. 2003. We really didn't wander far from the 2000s. No, yeah. we are right in the zone. One hour photo. Dun, dun, dun. So, Megs, this is before you were born. People had, <laughs> had analogue cameras. cameras, before digital cameras. <laughs> and quite often you would have to take photos on analogue film. Wow. It made selfies
0: really awkward.
1: Yeah, because you didn't see your selfies <laughs> until they were developed. That and really good places could do it in so an hour. They'd have a one-hour turnaround. Mm. So there's a little shame factors. factors. Thank you yeah, You and Shady your generation.
0: <laughs> 2003. Such a smite on you.
1: <laughs> Runtime, one hour, 36 minutes. I love that in a thriller movie. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Give me a cool 90 minutes. He knows where you live. $12 million budget, which I thought was pretty impressive. It's pretty football. tight, looks, yeah. Looks this way and has such good performances. Uh, written and directed by a guy called Mark Romanek. Um, what has
2: he done in the past, please?
1: Nothing but music videos as well. Yeah. Oh. David Bowie, Nine Inch Nails, Lenny Kravitz, Madonna, Michael Jackson, Justin Timberlake, Mick Jagger, Jay-Z, Beck, Fiona Apple, et etc. Et okay, good to
2: like,
0: know. Like, like, could you name more aliases? <laughs> yeah, <in life? laughs> like, far out. The dude can shoot a music video this, so it's like yeah.
2: Okay,
1: right, like, that's your thing. And I, I mean, I guess you can see, you can always see it, and, and we talked about this the other day, Dame, the colour palette in this film is quite... Well, Very saturated. Yeah, very brilliantly used. Yep. And you can see that's probably come from maybe that experience of working on video clips and stuff like that. Uh, so we've obviously got Robin Williams in the film. He's the cast against his stereotype as uh, Seymour Parrish or Psy, mm. the photo guy. Mm, yeah. I, don't know,
0: I don't know how you abbreviate Seymour down to Psy. It's, nah. It doesn't work for me. Okay.
3: Mm. I
1: knew someone going up like that. so just, man, I would call him C if anything. Seymour. Not Cy. Si. Seymour. <laughs> um, I think that's a great for a psycho weird so, like name though, Cy. Si. Cy, si, yeah. Uh, Connie Nelson as Nina the mum, uh, Michael Varton as the dad and uh, Gary Cole reprising his role as Bill the boss because that's who he was in office space.
4: Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs>
1: I wrote, a crazy middle-aged man who works at a shopping centre <laughs> developing photos becomes obsessed with a regular customer and her family. Shit amps up as his obsession grows and he feels more and more connected to them. Sorry, just quickly on that. Crazy? I'm
4: crazy st- middle-aged man. He's crazy. Uh,
3: Unstable. No, it's a talking point for soon, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, you, I'm, I'm, not up. Up. I'm not sure. But, but are
1: you thinking crazy is like, woo, 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 I'm crazy, everyone? I think crazy can be underneath the surface. and I think that's my favourite kind of crazy. I think you want to move Boiling a few up. seats away from you when you do that. No, I'm just saying, like, data redhead. You yeah. know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> um, whoa. Whoa, two movies. <laughs> We could not have that oh, many. Fine. We could have that many <laughs> listeners out there, could we? And I've done it. I'm not speaking. Yeah, for I know. A, I, I get it. You know. <laughs> I, I get it. Um, notes: Williams spent a week
0: firecrotch for nothing.
1: <laughs> well, I've got red hair. Williams spent a week training <laughs> on how to develop uh, film, which I thought was cool. Um, and Williams had to shave most of his upper body hair for this he role. Is a
0: horrendously hairy. Yeah. Nose. So they had to
1: like oh. get get him down to get that kind of. I guess the look and the feel of the yeah. kind of a peachery kind of. Like I'm to, so
2: glad that's a great factoid. Yeah, just, I didn't
1: realise until you, that, you yeah. like here, Just yeah. imagine yeah, him like. going through like a Steve <laughs> Carell's 40-year-old version <laughs>
0: style waxing job.
1: <laughs> and I kind of got sidetracked on this factoid because it was on the IMDb. The factoid. source of all great factoids. Of all, all good Absolutely. Fact. Jack Nicholson was originally offered the role. Yes.
2: Wow. And
1: then I read this thing where apparently Ron Williams has taken – Something like over, a, he'd taken over a dozen roles in his career that Jack Nicholson had knocked back.
3: Wow. Well, Robin Williams was in talks to play the Joker before
1: it was given to Jack Nicholson. Yeah. No. So yes. apparently these two have like clashed. Yes. A lot Not of in a bad way, but like there's, I was reading a whole article on it. <gasps> Jack Nicholson's <gasps> is too outwardly
0: crazy, I think, to oh, play imagine this role. Jack,
1: Yeah. But then, and then I was thinking, well, fuck. And then it said that Robin Williams uh, auditioned for uh, Jack Torrance in The Shining.
4: Oh, what? really? Yeah, imagine
1: a young wow. Williams playing Jack Torrance. Like, fuck. It would, would have been amazing, amazing film, to see that. Yeah. yeah, imagine that. Yeah. yeah. Well, in been...
2: in that case and this case, I think they've settled perfectly yeah.
4: on the right does, Yeah, they own love the right zone. Um,
1: I, I, I guess before we jump into it, uh, I wanted to mention, I think that the same thing we see about Jim Carrey. R- Williams restrains himself so well in this. Yeah. Mm. There's mm. no voices, there's no, he doesn't, not even. You know, you expect a slip-up, like a, a, a Mipmork or something, but yeah. you get nothing like. I, I kept thinking the whole time, this is what M&M
0: would look like if you worked at a department store. <laughs> now, yeah, like he's that's right fully, yeah. <laughs> it's because he's got that bleached blonde hair. yeah, and yeah, well, he well kind like just potters around.
1: I guess that's the thing with Cy, si, he's they've made him, you know, his eyes are very piercingly um, you know colorful. Mm. yes, I th- I'm sure they change color a few times, but I'm not I need to rewatch they're it. they're ridiculously piercing. I feel like they're blue at one stage and they're green at another yeah. stage. Anyway, he basically does the photos and, he's, and then like you're watching and he seems like a nice guy and the and they get the kids, this young family gets the kids develop photo. whatever yeah. the story press up. Pop-
2: Customers in the store,
1: and then I think it's like forty minutes in. You know, it follows him home, and he's watching these, the mural, and you realise he's got this wall of photos of hundreds of, and these photos go back to when yeah. this this boy was his born kids, and when yeah, his mum was. So he's been doing their photos for ten years, and yes. you learn. Oh shit, this is, you know, and feels like Uncle Si. Uncle Si, <laughs> yeah. As he says in that and way. The, uh, the the best thing about this movie is the ramp up it gives you. Yes, it, escalate, it is perfect. It? Yeah, the, every there's always a pin where you're just like, yep. Yep. yeah, yep, We're up a notch. And yeah, like that's one of them is I think three quarters of the film when he says oh, no, he says to the dad when he finally meets the dad. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like Uncle Cy. Si. Yeah. And you're like, It's just enough to pass, but just enough for and, you to be and like, the dad's kind of kind of of don't so ever speak to her. It you know, and like, it's just well, like you can,
2: have a wonderful life and he's like, Excuse me, you know, you've got a beautiful family, you've got a really nice home. You got a really nice house he's or like something. Great. Yeah, like, what? it's yeah. full creeper. What yeah, I want, like. so much. How much did you love that scene when he is sitting outside in his car outside of and the house and he imagines in himself the yes. inside the, That's home. the best. I was like, oh my god! And then the, he just finds a sweater on the bed and he puts it on and he cracks a beer from the fridge and sits on the couch, puts the baseball on, and then all of a sudden, he's there's a door. The door snibs. No, goes,
1: no, no, no! You missed the best part. What do you mean? He's taking a shit.
2: <laughs> one of those shots. It can be in that he shot with the montage. It can't sleep on the head. toilet. He's yeah.
4: just, he just you're through. Like,
1: it's so
2: disorientating.
4: Like,
1: <laughs> that is the best part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fair. yeah. I'm sure it happens again as well, but I can't remember. But yeah, it's like he has the beer. He does this. And yeah. then he takes a shit and you're like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> what? And then, yeah, sorry. sorry to you, that you, that yeah. is a you hear the man in that house. You hear the door come in. But she is that when...
3: When you hear that door click and then he comes in, like he gets up to to like, oh fuck, yeah. I'm, I'm caught. But then they're like, oh hey, Si, and stuff like that. Just, yeah, yeah. imagining home. yourself yep. in someone else's home, you're not going to imagine that you're, you're there, yeah. accepted. You know, you wanted to be there. Basically, yeah. it was a weird little. But I guess thing that's I where that on.
1: blending is happening. Where-
2: but that's what he wanted. Didn't he want to be part of the? Like, yeah, yeah.
3: Well, because
4: well, yeah. so yeah.
1: and that's where you get this the the beauty in Robin's performance uh, through this whole film is. When he's at that diner and he's flicking through, and she says, "Oh, you got photos of the the family." Yeah. And he goes, "Oh, yeah, this is my 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 nephew." My, yeah, and he shows yeah, the his like, mum. Who is it? Oh, no, he, no, who, no, that no that's the, later, and he finds the photo at the trash. Yeah, yeah, the he buys, yeah, and he buys it to show to her when he's having lunch with her. Who is it? It's it's a famous actress, I think. Yeah, this is a vintage photo. Yeah, I can't. It isn't a famous actress though, because I think you meant to be like, Oh, it's yeah." But he shows the mum later on. But yeah, even that part where he's just like at the diner saying, oh, this is my nephew. And she's like, oh, you must be, you know, his favourite uncle. And he's like. Oh, he starts oh, beaming he with pride at that yeah, point. Like yeah. He's acting without saying words. He's just yeah. showing everything. And it just shows that guy who had so much more talent in him than like sadly I, we'll ever know. I said mm-hmm.
2: sloth earlier when we started talking about this because his movements were just so calm and Grateful. slow. Yeah. It really added to his
1: but whole. That, that's what makes him scary. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You exactly. know when he flips? All of a sudden, he, when he um gets really defensive when he's in the the,
2: the office and, and he yeah. yelled at,
1: and he's like, yeah. I'm "I've never fucked up never a photo." Up a photo and you're yes, like, like even Bill, the boss, is like, "It was oh, like a big like shit." This guy, could the way me. they
2: portrayed that was like really dynamic, and it really juxtaposed like this is the beginning of the end, and really awesome. I like yeah. the way
0: that because you know in all good horror movies, the the killer always moves slowly; they never run. So he does that same thing. He's always just walking, just strolling,
3: except for when he's Running away, running he's running full, away. Speed. Yeah. full speed going around. Yeah. Those things, Still,
2: it was a bit of a. I was looking at that. I'm like, okay,
1: cool. Yeah, yeah, move. um, and uh, Gary Cole. I just, yeah, good old Gary Cole being Bill the Boss.
2: I yeah, just kept That's
4: a great addition. Just I just didn't mind like it. Office.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to get you to come <laughs> back on Monday.
2: That'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, <it's> lumbar. Uh,
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: He's great as the boss because he gives just the right amount of shit. Mm. Um, and then I like, I like the way the film starts as well, I should mention, with the photograph, the um, digital photograph of him being booked at the police station. Yes. So you know that, yeah, shit's already gone down, which I think is great as we get towards the end of the film because there's not a lot of story in there, I guess, you know, he – he starts to escalate. He follows um, the young boy to um, baseball practice. And
2: yes. Soccer practice. Even that soccer, soccer practice. And then the wife at the shops. And then, yeah. Yeah.
1: I yeah. love the way he says, oh, the coach. Oh, my God, that's he, so weird. He goes, the coach was a bit hard on you. Do you want me to have a word with him? Yeah. And you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, like, where's this going to go? <laughs> but even the kid's <laughs> just like, nah, no,
2: nah,
3: it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. I mean, the kid, the, kid it's it's the kid's creepy. really yeah. empathetic. The kid's very yeah.
1: like oh, he feels bad for Si, like, you know, he wants him to be cool and calm and he kind of gives him that vibe, you know, what he says, no, no, it's fine or oh, yeah. I'll give you a lift home." Oh, no, I can't take a present. You know, it's too much. My parents will get upset.
0: So up you've, got, you've got the moment where um, he gets fired from his job, which yes. hits yeah. him really hard, but he's um, – so they come back, the the family come back and they come back to develop the disposable the camera, free, camera that he gave to them. That's the the right, yeah. And he's yeah. Sitting in the storeroom looking at the photos, he took like – with this devastated pride of like, he's taking all these really good, arty photos yeah. and he's crying and looking through them. It's like,
1: wow. Because so he cool. actually
2: said, like, it was the opening quote where it was, like, people don't take photos of the smaller moments. Yeah. And yeah, I feel but, like those photos yeah. really represented that. Like, they were just like a gumboot or like a gnome or something. And then, yeah, yeah I thought yeah. that was quite nice.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, he says, you don't take photos of a funeral. And it's like, all
4: yeah. oh, right, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. But I think it actually reminded me a lot of, I think it's in <laughs> Just Married, their dad says, no one takes photos of the bad days. But he's like, they're the snaps that get you from one happy one to the next. Yeah. And it just sort of made me think it, you know, of that film yeah. when I saw that quote and stuff. Mm. And I'm like, it's, it's so true. Sort of, like, I guess
1: what's at the crux of his character is the uh, his, his love for film and, yeah, it sort of adds to the psychoness in some ways. Yeah,
0: he has that run in with the um, Agfa serviceman as well. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, are you
4: kidding
0: me? You're calling me in for a point Plus three. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These uh, are blue. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, and then also, I guess, um, he gets the photos developed from the woman who he recognises ends up being the uh, dad's mistress. Oh, yes. yes. And they have some yes. naughty photos in there <laughs> and he sees them and he's like, oh, no. He gets so upset. Like, I think, again, mm. that to me adds that. Well, it's like his family being broken Yeah, up. he's like, like genuinely like, like, fuck, you know. And now, like, how, like in mistress. that moment,
2: the scene was, he was in the red room and it
1: was yeah, like a really beautiful, done, isn't it? yeah. yeah, it's good yeah. that Red Rage is, is yeah. right there, and, and he sits
2: in the corner and just sort of like crumbles in.
1: And, and that kind of escalates, and then it cuts the scene at home, and he's, so he's got this photo wall of must be thousands of yes. photos over the last ten years of all those
2: missing like pictures that he's getting fired for.
1: Yep. Yes. Yes. Yeah, of all the family photos he's taken, of, and then he scratches, scratches the dad the out of every single one. <laughs> mm. Sorry, dedication. that's not that's a week long job. Yeah, <laughs> if I, if I gave, What kind of what would you if I put that job on Airtasker? Come around to my house, scratch, scratch the face, well. face off, a thousand photos. Yeah, that'd be like <laughs> hundreds of dollars you charge.
0: But he didn't like completely remove them. It wasn't like he did it with care. It was just, like a a hundred, car, and then move pretty on pretty sure. to the next one. I read in one
1: other thing, it
3: was about there's about two hundred and fifty or two hundred and sixty photos up there.
2: I mean, lordy, whew, didn't have much look. else to do in that
1: house. No, like yeah,
0: that house is a ten a seconds sad, a photo. sad
1: place to live. I guess when you're, like, a psychopath as well, probably, like, hmm. discipline's a really strong part of who you are.
3: I think what this film does really well is highlights his his level of loneliness
1: as yeah. well. Like,
3: you go there and his bookshelf is empty.
1: His house has nothing He's
3: got it. one plate and, and cup and fork that, that's been washed and it's sitting there, and he's got his TV on the table. Yeah. And that's his whole apartment. Like, it's, yeah. it's just... Shithole of a place.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And highlights of Just a
3: lonely existence.
1: And then so it escalates to him confronting them at the hotel by following the dad. The dad and the mistress. And that's when you think, oh, this shit's going to get weird because mm. it's like cutting between um, she learns that he's been fired, the mum learns that he was fired and things start to unravel at their end but then they're like, yeah, he's like, how do they do it? Like he's got them. So he's got oh, them posing, for at posing, yeah, knife yeah. point, yeah, at knife point, yeah, and taking photos and saying, you know, do this and do. Never that. Never
3: actually uses the photos against him. Yeah, just doing it to try and yeah. fix the family. Like I, I, I watch this and I'm like, I kind of feel sorry for the dude. You, you know what I mean? Like he's he's obviously a bit unstable, but mm-hmm. when you when you look at the bottom of it, he's just wants. But to But that's what I was thinking. Like, is he doing and
1: that? And he's just, and he takes photos. And at the end, when we see all these photos developed, they're all just innocuous, sort of.
3: Yeah, he's taking like,
0: photos of the hotel room. Yeah, yeah no, and he's
1: done it them. just to That's just, what I think. Just is just he clever out? enough to destroy that affair by making, you know, because if he puts those two of them in this, they're crying, and he's just like, grab her, grab her, touch her. Like, that, those two people, would never, after that experience, would never want to get intimate with each other ever mm. again. That would ruin your intimacy. Yeah. Like, is that why he did it? Like, is he clever enough to be like, that's how he cured that I think he's, affair, or is he just... Freaking weird! I think
3: it's I'm, the
2: freaking weird. The ladder. But, yeah, yeah. You, you do have
3: that that last <clears throat> bit though when he talks about his childhood. Like I don't know, for me, I, I felt sorry for the dude. What does he saying? But when he talks about, you know, you know, my father did this, and uh, oh, I think right. the kids yeah. should never yeah. do, and yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I sort oh, of oh, when he unravels. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. like, this is just a really, really yeah. broken, broken dude. Yeah. You know, even what the I mean? cops kind of
1: like,
3: yeah. And he, and like when he says to the cop, I can tell you're a good man who wouldn't do this. You know, to your your family and stuff like that. It's yeah. very family orientated. Like
1: I, yeah, I, I, I think right. what
3: he did was obviously you know bad in so many ways, but I just.
1: He brings a lot of sympathy to yeah, the
3: character.
1: I mean, in reality, what, how bad? is it? What, what was the baddest thing he did? I don't know. I just, I just feel like maybe be slap on the back. Be like, oh, you're a good dapping, guy.
3: Yeah. Just mm. don't do it again. Yeah, that type of thing. Like he's just desperate and lonely and, mm. and everything, but he just does it so well. Yeah.
2: But to me, this is like in today's day and age with this type of behavior, this is where it begins. You know, if you don't cup it now, cap it now. It's like it grows and begins to be like a monster. So as much as this is like, oh, you think he would get
1: worse? He yeah. could have escalated.
2: Correct. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, obviously, because that's what happens. Like he gets.
2: That's it. It Goes crazier and crazier.
3: Mm. I did. I did read some stuff on this as well that he actually did struggle a lot with this role, and he would um just in the middle of takes just burst into comedy routines. Yeah, like
2: do jokes and he between just cuts. couldn't do
3: it. I think one of them, he just opened up the door and he just nakedly like walked through the door. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, I think they had like t-shirts made up with like sixteen-hour photo or something on the back of him. And he really struggled to just be that character for it's such a, lot
4: to a long ask, you know? of
2: time. It is, yeah. especially like as we know, he was. I don't. Okay, personally, I don't know, but like he was very troubled himself. Yeah. I feel like it would have weighed on his yeah. already. Like, well, you're asking someone to go to a dark
1: place, isn't correct? It? Yeah. So, you know, for like eight
2: hours, like you know, minimum a day yeah. for while filming. Yeah, you're right.
1: Well, longer if it depends on the process. Some might just have to switch it on and then get to switch it off and all.
3: Yeah, I, I do love the show. use of white and red in this film, though. Like the the scene with his eyes mm. when he's standing oh, there all yeah. the shelves are, are blank. There's nothing on them. And then all of a sudden it's just out of nowhere that comes out of it. It was yeah. such
2: a saturated film. Like even that soccer film where a soccer scene where he goes and meets the kid, it's so green. And yeah. the shopping centre where he goes and meets the mum, it's so yellow. Um, uh, Like the shop the, where he works is very bleached. You're Yeah. Right, like, the interrogation
3: uh, room is just yeah. deathly white. Mm. Yeah. Except for the the red chair that they're sitting on. Mm. Well, that interrogation room—I'd I mean, want to get the hell out of there as
1: soon as I like, can. Yeah, that's intense. Not that I've ever been one for any reason. I mean, but if I ever had to go to one,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: if I, I ever found out what you've done, <laughs> yeah, I would recommend this film absolutely. It's awesome. Yeah, I'd seen it in a couple of years. It was really good. Mm, yeah. I remember seeing it in cinemas when it first came out.
2: It keeps me out every time watching it. I think it really hits the right spot there. With
1: um, I remember when when we first watched it at our house on DVD years years ago, we were all in the lounge room watching it. Like a couple of boys and a couple of girlfriends. And one of the guys had set up his camera in the kitchen with a right. remote. And like, we'd, we always, always turn off the lights when we're watching the movie. So, like, halfway into the movie, he'd set off the camera. And this psh, flash went oh, off in the other loud room.
4: God.
1: Fucking people screamed through the room. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was great. I uh,
2: have a little factoid. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. shit. Is, yeah. is, is it about photography? It is, actually. I knew it. Yeah, you read my mind. You've got questions. No, as in, Robin Williams trained at a photo developing facility in Southern California. Well, I, I did say at that, actual Agfa HQ uh, I mean, to learn how to use detail, a photo right. developing machine.
4: Huh? I did say that. At the oh, start. good.
2: I was listening. I swear it. Yeah. <laughs> and my no. other my other factoid is that the figure, like the toy that uh, the little kid in the movie like really loves and wants Gundam. to buy, the Neon Genesis Evangelium Robin Williams is actually a massive fan of the Japanese anime and insisted that that particular toy from that franchise be part of that. Yeah, him and his daughter were
3: a, were a massive fan. Yeah. yeah well, like the Zelda
1: and stuff like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Big time.
3: Super cute. RIP oh, that. Such a huge loss.
1: It's just. Just to never going to see you know. a new Robin Williams film. It's so devastating. Yeah. So yeah. I recommend it. Way to bring us down, Shane. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> so sad. That's what I do. I know.
1: You do it well, get down there. It'll uh, be
3: up, it'll be up there in my in in my top ten of all time. Wow! Yeah, wow. Um, I really really love this film. Havitation. I have since the first day I saw it. Um, massive, massive, massive. Recommend for me. Cool. Love it. It's
2: Good exciting.
3: Work. I shall also recommend.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sure. I
3: hadn't actually watched this
0: movie since it came out, so mm, same. Been a long time between drinks. I don't have time to rewatch stuff I've already seen mm. anymore. You have an to watch man. them once and stick them in the memory banks. Yep. I'm an important person, yeah.
2: <laughs> busy man.
0: That's right. I like to think I'm more important than busy, but, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, there you go.
0: So that wraps up this episode. Did, what?
1: So recommend?
2: Oh, yeah, double thumbs. Double Absolutely.
1: thumbs. Double thumbs. thumbs. Yeah. Wow. It's a, it's a whole two-thumber. Yeah. I'll really not going to enjoy next weekend. I've <laughs> <laughs> got my work cut out for me.
2: You've already chosen. It's too late. That's no. right. Yeah.
1: It's been written on the Google Doc. No, no, I can change it till the last minute. You don't That's... know how to edit it. <laughs> no, I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just send you a group chat.
0: Damn it. We don't pay any attention to those. Yeah. You'll send it to whoever you sent your notes to last week. That's the problem. Yeah, I don't know where those went. were. <laughs> that
1: was a – I swear to God, that was a fever dream, man.
0: <laughs> um, so – Next week, yes. we're going to do movies that are very quotable. Is that what we decided? Correct,
4: yeah. Yeah. yes. So I'll be doing I've, I
1: Spit on Your Grave 3.
4: <laughs> and, uh, very
2: quotable film.
4: Well, I've gone
0: with the uh, Monty Python's The Life of Brian because mm-hmm. I think it is one of the most quotable movies ever made.
2: I chose and Girls because I love it. Sorry. I do so <laughs> fetch.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm keen Can to Can we watch all wear clothes. pink,
2: please? Yeah, Thank sure. you. You guys are the best.
1: We're, I'm going to with Wedding Crashers, but I might change to Role Models. Mm. Or something Ooh. Okay Nice You're cool I'll let you know Both are good I'm Old a, school I'm going to sleep on a Old school Old school's the other blue. one Yeah old school's the Old school's the one we used to We'd all go out to the pubs every weekend We'd get drunk and we'd come home and watch old school Yeah right And I mean, there was so many times But this one time our mate picked up this really attractive girl And brought her back And sat in the lounge room with us Until she cracked it and got up and left
2: <laughs> I'm like
1: did you just choose old school over I that Over that attractive girl <laughs> Like 20 Ooh. at the time I was like I mean, that, put that on the DVD cover. Just a picture of her,
3: <laughs> like Crain this guy it. Oh, I haven't but, seen two out of three of those, uh, those films you're doing, so I might you're actually You're not a big fan
1: own. of those ones, the, the that kind of comedy, though, are you? I've, so which so ones have you not I, mean, seen? I haven't seen
3: any Monty Python films ever.
1: That's crazy. Okay. okay. Yep. You, that's an education you need to have.
3: And Mean Girls, I have never seen that. Movies
1: either. with Monty Python in them, he can be on that show at that. Episode. Yes. Yeah. So well, now we have to then choose. Then he has to watch three Monty Python yeah. films. Sure. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Can we bring the machine
0: that goes ding? Ding.
1: Yep. <laughs> Bing.
3: <laughs> Sorry. it'll just, be a, just probably a little Monty Python joke. Definitely
1: get Ewan in for that one.
3: <laughs> yeah. You have to go role models for sure.
1: Yeah, role models. Is, yeah. yeah. All right. So role have you decided? Role, role models. models. I'll go role models. Oh,
0: for God's sake. Well, whispering high. Would you stick to one thing? All right. So there they are. Uh, Life of Brian, <laughs> role models and mean girls for next time You and Life of Brian. Life of oh, Brian.
1: Cool. Because he's
0: not the messiah.
1: Thick Dickus?
2: <laughs>
4: so lost right now. Megs has no idea what she's in for. Uh, uh, have you seen Wondie Python
2: stuff before, Megs? No, I wasn't going to say anything, but I haven't.
4: Oh, shit. So sure? you let me
2: take the heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> she's, she's like, bird, such so a loser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I said nothing.
1: She threw something at you when
0: you yeah, said that. She, she, she was making disapproving noises yeah. as well. <laughs> Grunts
1: and stuff. <laughs> oh. Where do people contact us? I always forget, but you two are really good at this stuff.
0: They can get us on all of the socials, Mm -hmm. which is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. What do we have on our Instagram? We're scene three podcasts everywhere. Selfies and the awesome banners that Megs does. Nice. And all kinds of other random shits. Mm
1: -hmm. Random shits. (laughs) 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 I mean, that sounds like a great Instagram account. with just Random (laughs) Random shits. shits. I'm Um, pretty sure that site exists. That's why Um, I'm I'm not allowed to have access to Instagram. Yeah.
3: We
0: might have I to follow that
4: them that. on Instagram.
3: Shane told me.
0: It's oh, my account. <laughs> <laughs> and so you this can, the Phantom. You can, come and, <laughs> you can come and stalk us on any of those platforms and leave a comment and theme suggestion or heckle or whatever you feel like.
1: Yes, please. Also, awesome. if you just want to be on the show.
2: Yeah. You're
1: always welcome. New, new ideas. Yeah, that's it. Beautiful. And old ideas to come back again. Yeah. There's to become, a new, ideas. become new ideas. Don't worry. Always The fun. circle of life.
0: Which leads us to The Lion King. <laughs> Thanks for listening.
1: <laughs> is that the most awkward way to go out? It
0: is. I, want, I was waiting for you to break into song the, of the circle uh, of life. Uh, it's, a big, it. it's a big song though.
1: How do you say the part at the start? I can never get it right. The line, you know, the- I don't think about oh, it's really? how you say it. It just has to sound like it. So so yeah, it you then. can <laughs> so say do literally anything. Don't know what the words are. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I don't know what the words are. It's party art. (laughs) That's it. And on that
0: note, good night.
4: Good night. (laughs) And good night.